0: The views and opinion and comments on this episode of the Black and Blue Vanguard podcast do not necessarily reflect or represent the views and opinion by any law enforcement department or agency. Content may contain elements that are not suitable for some audiences. Listener's discretion is advised. Now that that's out the way, let's get this show started. Roger. 34 come
1: Welcome one, welcome all. This is the Black and Blue Veg Girl podcast, the only podcast that was made by law enforcement for law enforcement. To express our thoughts, our concerns, ideas, or hey, If you just want to vent, you can do that too. Now hold on, wait a minute civilians, we haven't got about you. We welcome you to listen in, we'd like to hear from you. I'm not alone, I brought back up, who's on this ride along with me. Wadi. And Holiday. And I'm Jules. We have a great show for you today, ladies and gentlemen. vanguards we are saying her name miss officer ella french let's get it what's popping wadi holiday how y'all doing how are you all right all right
2: chilly we're good here we're always good holiday's holiday. always good holiday you good cat daddy all good No, the choice
1: <laughs> yeah i get it i know we gotta keep moving on so uh keep moving so you know while we stop start the show with uh a funny scenario a funny story that we ain't counting out in the streets i as police officers we we see the worst in people we deal with the worst uh in people every day so it's always good to keep your sense of humor to keep a smile on your face or or a thought just to keep you going on them tough times and and uh, so this past week <laughs> i was uh while I was at work. It was a call store. Uh, I guess a gas, you know, the gas station um, uh, clerk. A guy came in, homeless guy. think came in and, you know, gave the clerk a, a two piece, a little combination.
2: Dang, no more ball. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Right. So we get over there, we put, you know, get them under arrest, take him to the station, process them. Later on that night, this dude go back to the same gas station. Wow. And, <laughs> so we get there and i'm looking at this guy and i am furious and i think i was yelling at the guy but i don't think have you ever, have you guys ever been so upset that you're yelling and talking but nothing makes sense you're just yelling out so much stuff i don't yeah. even think it's, it's not even english <laughs> yeah yeah that's part of the job there yeah. <laughs> uh, dude in the dude end up running away leaving. So my partner looked at me like, what in the world was you was you saying? And I looked at him and just started laughing. I said, I was so furious. I didn't know what I was saying. I'll just say so much stuff I want to say to that man. I was so furious. You know. <laughs> That's <laughs> that homestead. So we symptom. both sit in the parking lot. <laughs> right. We both sit in the parking lot just just rolling. <laughs> but I just could not believe this man got locked up for, for you know, battering the, the store uh, employee. Then coming right back, Lord, loitering, beg for change. I just couldn't. Well, it's not surprise, but you're, you're <laughs> right. Like, right, it's not shocking, but it's like, man, brother, <laughs> oh man. But that right there, I, I went off so much, but I, I, I can't even tell you what I said. It just sounded like noise. Anything, anything, anything popped off this uh, this past week?
2: I had, I had a domestic call. Both parties were intoxicated, of course. But uh, apparently, I don't know if it's funny or not, but I, I think it's pretty funny. But we get there, we get to the uh, the resident uh, male, the male left. So we spoke with the lady and she said, I called y'all because I don't know. And I said, mm. "Well, what happened? Like, let's start from there. What happened? Well, they had mm. a they had a heavy altercation. Uh, so, what the guy did was he threw a cover over her face and threw a pillow mm-hmm. at her and threw a pillow at her at her head.
1: That hey. so he threw a cover. <laughs> the blinder did threw a
2: pillow. It <laughs> threw, threw a pillow, right? Yeah. So I'm like." Get out of here. Man, right. <laughs> I said I said shit. I don't know if this is funny or not, you know, but it's kind of funny cuz it's it, not, you know, it wasn't like it was a like a closed fist or nothing. So it was like he left, you know. He, I get I said, you know what? That's a smart move on his end. Um right. You know, right. Yeah, y'all both, you know, intoxicated. He needs some air. She said she loved him. She don't want to press charges. She don't want nothing done. She no. she just Oh, that's sweet. And she just kept apologizing to me and my partner because she called us. And I mm. was like, okay, so pretty much wish she just needs to talk to somebody, I guess. So, yeah, at the end of the day, I was like, well, you know, I'm no Dr. Phil, but if y'all keep this up, you might as well, you know, maybe want to part ways. But again, she said she loved him, so. Is just a simple fact. I never heard somebody <laughs> had a uh, cover thrown over their face, and then got hit by a pillow.
1: Hey, so right, she th- she he blinded her with the cover, and they had a pillow fight with her and, and broke, and he shook yeah, butt.
2: like showed showed <laughs> yeah. her who won. <laughs>
1: yeah, <laughs> ain't that something? Hey, that's stupid right there.
2: Yeah, like I I said, man, like normally I'm used to the hit to the face. They see it coming. She did not see this coming. Right. Hey, he did a magic trick. Now you right. see me. Now you don't. Yeah, I'm the magic man. <laughs> now you see me. Now you don't.
1: All right. All right, that's a good one. the how about you? No,
0: nah, ain't nothing happening this week so far.
2: Mm, bro. Well, that's, a right, week. Hey. that's a good week. Hey, that's a <laughs> good week for you. Yeah. That's a great week.
1: Mm-hmm. You know, you know, today, you know, we're we're, we're saying the name we're saying officer, other french name today we're gonna keep her her memory alive Mm -hmm. keep it going so just talking to some of the troops and and we was talking we were discussing about the training that the police is is doing nowadays and you know i've been on a lot longer than you guys and i remember coming on and training was more about everything was about officer safety that's number one Mm
2: -hmm.
1: officer safety we can deal with anything else later on but officer safety was, is number one and to me it's always going to be number one so if you got to put a pipe in somebody's face you got to knock somebody down you got to put put a foot in the ass hey that's what you do we'll, we'll we'll figure stuff out later yeah we'll fall in reasons and you know somebody who's just you know some real minor some we'll, we'll, we'll take it easy on them but somebody giving some lip oh yeah we're we, we dealing with that person yeah so you know, I just want to just ask you guys, Do you think the training nowadays, today is focusing, is it focusing more on de-escalating tactics or is it more hands or is it hands on or a combination of both? Like for, like, like for me, real quick, I'll just say to me, it's focusing more on de-escalating. I mean, we got the public possession on a, a, a perception on a lot of the uh, police involved shootings of, of, of black males in the United States. And it's pushed for it is pushed for a change on police policies and reformation and tactics. So I feel like the police are, are listening to this and some of it, it's 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 warranted. But some of it. Hey, listen, I think the public has failed to realize this is just in my eyes, failed to realize that you do have serious, hardcore P.O.S.'s criminals out here. I mean, there's, you know, you get murderers, you get rapists, you get shooters. Burglars. I mean, burglars. So you do have violent criminals out here and they need to be dealt with in a violent type way. And I feel that, 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 that public perception is not getting that part, but that's just, that's just my little two cents. But what, you know, w- why did, what you I mean, what you think?
0: Honestly, I feel like they trained us well for both. Like, I feel like they, knew the balance. They taught they taught us balance. Like, of course, start off with de-escalation because of course, you know, having to go hands-on, for the most part, all officers want to be able to or even have to do that last. You know what I'm saying? Don't nobody want to come on a job and have to go hands-on. You know, if we can de-escalate it, you know, I feel like that's usually our primary way of how we want to serve the community. You know what I'm saying? It doesn't always have to be hands-on, physical contact. It's, you know, simple talking to somebody sometimes because you got A lot of instances where people in these communities, are going through different things. And when you come on scene, they're not mad at you. They're upset about the situation. When you actually stop and listen to them, you know, and you talk to them. You talk to them and not at them. You know, in many Mm -hmm. cases, some, uh, you know, they tend to calm down. And they're they're able to express themselves, give you their side of the story. So I feel like it's a balance on how we were trained. Like, you always hear de-escalation first. You know, a hands-on is if you have right, to, right, right, unfortunately, right. take it there. Because some people are not always going to calm down. You know, some people are going to be True. even more heightened. They're going to raise the bar. So, you know, you just got to make sure everything's under control. But I feel like our training was good to me. Okay.
1: Okay. I agree. Now, I agree with you with that. And I, I, I know holiday segment, where you have to be balanced and you have to know, switch tactics. Now, if you go in a situation where... The person's on ten; it doesn't do you any good being on ten eight either. So right. you know, you, you know, a kind word or or a listen or a certain certain tone, right. maybe to break down that person's uh, aggression level. It's just when that person's not not hearing you, right? Then then
0: you have no you're getting choice.
1: more aggressive and more to then right. Then you must all right. We got to switch tactics because this thing ain't working. Just right. like that story I told with the old boy who came back to that gas station. Right. You know, at first it was like, hey man, dude, what you doing? Then is to you know, you're getting called all types of names and getting out the car, you're flexing and all that stuff. So so yes, right. I, I I agree with you a hundred per a hundred percent. You must be balanced. You must know when to turn it on and turn it off.
2: Right. Uh holiday, what you what you think, Playboy? You know, it's it's pretty much uh same thing. I agree. Um it's they drill de-escalation on us. From beginning to end, until to this day, and you know, we just got done with more training about de-escalation. Um, and at the same time, we're trained to defend ourselves when the time is right. But what I do like is they did teach us also that we we don't know what we, we react to actions, so. They did train us to, okay, observe and g- build that anxiety. Get comfortable with your anxiety because we never know what's going to happen. So, right. Um, so that's a big that's a big plus on the training. Because um, some y- y- y'all know uh, some some jobs you have you you don't get a chance to deescalate. You know, so, but. We, they trained us to do our best to de-escalate first then hands-on. Uh, that's their motto. You know. And I think overall they did a good job. It's 50-50. I agree. It's 50-50 with the training.
1: Okay. So, okay. So I think we're all in in uh, somewhat in, in, in agreement that is a good mix. It's just do you feel that some officers don't know when to turn it on and off
2: or when it's time to turn it on they don't. Me personally, I think it's, it's human nature, you know everybody's not perfect you know, but in my eyes, honestly I don't, I don't see people that, that jumps first so if I'm speaking about what I observe I don't really see people clenching, uh, officers clenching fists and just straight on 100 when they go to a okay. call.
1: Okay.
2: Why do you get anything extra for that?
1: Or are you good?
0: Yeah, I feel like on one end, you got some offices where it's like, you know, whether you knew or whether just the situation, every situation is different. So it's like some situations, it could be like a domestic, but depending on the information that's presented to you from each party involved, like, the way to respond to it, or the answer I should say, we get to them is not always a straight for answer. Like sometimes it's a sticky situation, and some officers, some officers may get stuck sometimes. You know what I'm saying? They kind of don't know what way to approach it, but they know they have to yeah. approach it some way to where they don't look like they're the officer officer that's not in control. So I get that, but then also at the same time, you got some officers that's just always on ten, and it's like. It's not necessary to be on scene. You got to remember your purpose while why you came on, you know, and make sure that your purpose is of good standing. Like, if you come on to serve, just observe, take a deep breath, stand back and listen to what's being, like the information that's being given to you. And don't, you know what I'm saying, generalize every situation. You know what I'm saying? Every person is not an aggressor towards you. You know what I'm saying? They're really just, like I said earlier, upset about the given situation, but it's not always necessary to come on scene on ten, you know what I'm saying? Because if my purpose is to serve the community, you know I'm not saying you got to coddle people or you got to reach out and give people a big hug. What I'm saying is, you know, talk to people like they're human. Talk, talk to them and not at them. You know what I'm saying? Give them that voice that you know our um, general order speaks about. You know what I'm saying? Give them that voice. Uh, uh-huh. Make them feel like they're involved. Make them feel like they're involved in the solution. You know what I'm saying? Give them a different perspective than what they're already seeing. Because many of these uh, calls, and many of them are domestics, you know what I'm saying? You got two people who are used to each other. So they're comfortable with how they communicate to, with each other, whereas they may not see that the way they're talking to each other or handling each other is not healthy and it's not safe. So when you as an officer come on scene and you become that mediator to just say, okay, let me de-escalate this. You know, it's a way, it's a better way to go about this. And you offer them different alternatives. That's a way to serve in the community. You ain't got to be on scene. You don't got to be... You don't have to be looked at as I'm the big macho man or woman on scene. You know what I'm saying? A lot of times, officers being in control is coming up with a more beneficial and positive way of getting the parties under control. You know what I'm saying? Because you got people heightened. You don't need to be heightened.
1: Wadi, great point. I mean, here's what it is. You just got to be a a balanced officer. You just got... Just know how to turn it on, turn it off. Treat others how you want to be treated. That just—that's the golden rules. You you know, you learned since she was a a little kid, since she was a shorty, and it is a good segue to to the main event of the show, and that's and that's Officer Ellergy French, because I think I know that she she was the you have a blueprint, you have a definition of police officer. Her face is it's is on that that that, right. that definition, and we can learn a lot from her for you know her short time here on right. I, we can learn a, a lot from her because how how she handled things and it's important and I'm glad that we're doing this 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 episode about it because when is this one's different when officer french when she was shot and killed there were there was no riots there nope. was no uproar there was no there nope. was no burning down the south and west side there was no 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 uh, a- athlete activists right. saying say her name there was no boycotting we're not playing until we get justice for ella french did did president obama uh, or, or president biden rather excuse me did he, did he go and reach out to the family of ella french the no. vice president Kamala harris went and it and it reached out to the to the family of ella french no, Well you know, so uh,
0: it was complete silence so for
1: the most that, part. Yeah, yeah, it was complete. Yeah, it's complete silence. And 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 you know what? Police officer lives matter too. They do. We do. I mean, I mean, we we we're all human. Just like as George Floyd or anybody else who was killed in the hands of police officers, right. lives matter. Well, our lives matter too. Right,
0: and that's the thing. People want to dehumanize us. You can't dehumanize a human being. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. And it's like, exactly. or you can't pick and choose when you want to dehumanize us and when you want us to be human. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't agree with like, you know, certain scenes. Like, okay, you want officers to always be professional and they're on a scene, especially when it comes to like a person's shot and stuff like that. And I'm all for that. You know what I'm saying? You, know, you hear people say, well, have a heart. You know, and it's like, I, I agree with that. We should. You know what I'm saying? We should have a heart. Right. But at the same time, don't sit up here and say us have a heart, but then y'all don't want to have a heart for us. And -hmm. that's what I don't agree with. That's what I don't stand for. Because you want to be biased, but you want me to be unbiased. No, it should work both ways. And that's what I always say to people. Like, you know what I'm saying? And it's just like, even with the silence, for like the most part, like with the no rioting, no. Nobody saying, you know, say her name. But what I can honestly say is the voices that I do value throughout that whole two week process that we were mourning her death, because I was like, the people who weren't silent and who were speaking up, vouching for her, are the voices that I value. And those voices came from the communities that we actually serve every single day. You know what I'm saying? Not the mm-hmm. media. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Not, you know. Not people just, you know, trying to ride a bandwagon. Not people who's been, you know, abolished police since last year. You hear from the community that we serve in every single day, that Ella French was serving every single day. And honestly, that's the community that I, I, that I actually care to even hear their voice. Because there's been people doing mm-hmm. interviews or people just coming up to us, me in the mall on my second job. Right. Saying, I'm so sorry about what happened to your fellow officer. Mm-hmm. You know what yeah. I'm saying? You know, and it's, it's people, and I'm going to just be honest, it's people who look like us. You know what I'm saying? They like, I'm sorry for what happened. Right. That's atrocious. Mm-hmm. That's disgusting. That broke my heart when it happened to her. And it's like, because these people who live in these communities, they know what's real. They know what they up against every single day. They know the criminals that they live around. And many of them can attest to the awesome police service that Ella French always consistently gave them. So it's like, I don't care how... Emotionally unstable and biased, you are as a person who want to say abolish police and we hate all police. You cannot take away somebody's legacy that they put out there. You can't. You may want to, but you Amen. just can't. That's you can't right. take away. No.
1: No, you yeah, can.
0: you can't take away actions because her actions spoke louder than her words when she said, "I came to serve."
1: Oh, come on, now. you know, and that's why we doing this episode. That's why we're doing this episode. So people who did know her. Would get a chance to know something somewhat about it and then for the officers who didn't get a chance to work with her would know something about her. Right. Because this 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 officer right here need to have a statue. Needs to have a statue yes. in her community mm-hmm. and, and inside yes. City Hall or inside the 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 headquarters. Right. The you know, because that's how in, impactful her life was I mean she only been on a job for for three years, going on four years. Yeah. Let's, let's 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 talk about it for a little bit you know so on saturday on the on saturday august 7th you know police officer L G french was shot while conducting a traffic stop in the 8th district she died a of result of her wounds that she sustained you know officer french she was appointed to the chicago police department on the 16th of april 2018. you know during her probationary period she trained in the 11th district and the 12th district she later worked in the 10th district summer mobile patrol and work in the cst team criminal safety team until her death now what i know uh, uh her brother mm-hmm. had described her described her beautifully what, what what her brother had to
0: say so elder french's brother andrew french in an interview described her as a humanitarian and the epitome of a good samaritan he also said his sister always been a person of integrity. She always did the right thing, even when nobody was looking. She believed in people and believed in doing the right thing. She always believed in taking care of people that can't take care of themselves.
1: I mean, isn't that, isn't that what the not that what police officers about?
0: Yep,
2: yeah. yeah, that's definition of police oh, officer
1: yeah. right there. And she was she knew what she knew who she was before she even got on the job.
2: Like I guess well, like
1: we we talked about earlier, uh, in the first beginning of the show, why we joined the job. A lot of us, a lot of us, majority, almost all of us, joined the job because we want to we want to serve, we want to help people, help people who can't help themselves.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: I hate a bully. I hate a pos. I can't stand them. That's why I joined the job.
2: Mm-hmm. You know what I'm <laughs> it's simple. It's simple. It's understood. Yeah. Don't need to be I mean, said. Yeah.
1: Yeah. <laughs> was understood on need to seen. So holiday, I know uh one of her colleagues spoke spoke beautiful about it. What what the, the Officer Griffin had to say.
2: Okay, so Officer Griffin, well, you know, he was a colleague and a friend of Ella's described her as someone who truly showed the community that she loved them and would do anything for them. In, in like uh 2019, he was stabbed by an offender and Ella was one of the first person, one of the first person to call to make sure that he was okay. You know, he stated that in the memory. He was going to work and continue to show love, you know, to the community and make sure the community stays safe because that's what Officer French would want it. She literally became a police officer to, to do those things. Um, and that's the best way you can you can honor that. Just You know, mm-hmm. that's awesome, you know. That's awesome.
1: So the best way to honor her memory is to keep going for us, law enforcement officers all over the world, to go out and keep performing our duties every single day, serving and protecting the communities that we serve. And yeah. not with, with malice or with uh, aggression, but with love. I mean, you know, people all, all people have, have, have problems out here. and And, and Ella... Her description of what we have uh, heard and read about her, she didn't go out there and had a biased approach towards people that she served, Uh and she didn't judge people. Uh, Her family did a great job raising her because that's something that's, that's 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 Bible, that's scripture. You don't judge, you can't. I mean, and when she went out there in the street, she she did her job, and she looked at people who has. As, as as she see fit. But it didn't take away the fact that, okay, there's still a job. You're still a police officer. There's people who have to get arrested or ticketed or whatever the case may be. But she did it unbiasedly. And she did it without without malice and, and, and prejudice. I took my hat off. I I, I, I bowed to to other French and what a what a job well done. I mean, I know we're gonna keep her memory going by by working in working in these communities and serving people and do and, and do it how she, how she wants us to do it I mean why did you said it earlier you know you go out there and and you, you 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 do your job and and you be balanced and you're not too quick to 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 yell at people or put your hands on people you listen to people you listen to people you hear them out you let them yeah. vent for a little you let you let them vent for a little bit uh, that's one thing I think the training has changed from when I've been on. Like you say, it's it's a little, little more balanced, a little more giving them, uh, giving the people a voice yeah. and let them vent for a little bit because, and, and it works. I, I remember going on jobs and the person called and he the, he or she was going off to a point was like, you know what, officer, I, I figured it out. I'm good. I no, no, no longer need your service. And I'm like, okay. I just do it there and just listen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. We've so, been in them calls. Yeah. yeah. You know they worked it out just by talking, and we just there just to be an ear or a shoulder. This is a good segment on, good episode on 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 Ella. I don't have anything extra on this. I think this is good where people and officers uh altogether know a little bit about her who you know who, did, who didn't know anything before. So
0: yeah, I agree. I agree, and I'm glad that we talked about her um mm-hmm. i'm glad that you know of course at the whole cpd department we came out in thousands to support her her i mean her family yes her and her family and us like our coworkers. you know because it hurts when we lose one of us because i tell people all the time like because now i'm just like no nonsense Tolerate it when it comes to you know F-12, if everybody except you, you can't say except me. You can't say that to me because Ella French was me or is me. That girl is me every single day, putting on that uniform, not knowing what's, what's to come, what to expect. But what she did was served authentically, transparently, and with integrity. And You cannot take away the seeds that she sowed. And I don't care what type of bias, emotions you have, to which you want to believe so badly that all cops are not even worth, you know, the benefit of the doubt, all cops are bad. You cannot take away the work she put in that stands. You know what I'm saying? Yo, yo, I feel, I say all the time, your work is always gonna speak for itself. And she let right. her she let right. her work speak.
1: Uh-huh. Action speaks louder than words. I you know what, guys, I think I know that her, it's unfortunate that uh she had to pass, you know. She, she had to pass for people to realize that we're human beings because like like you said while earlier in the show people were coming up and just saying hey you know what we're praying for you guys we're with you and it's unfortunate that that wasn't there always right time in life i know i know we get kind of sidetracked and had a blind eye to things and you get the media just blasting this this vilification on police officers. And it's like, wait a minute. And we've been saying this. Wait a minute. Right. Police officers are not the problem. We're not the enemy. Right. But there is this under there's this this hidden agenda from people who just don't want law enforcement, who just want anarchy. That's all. That's exactly. all it is. It's just, exactly. People just don't want they Just don't yeah. want they don't want laws. They want this to be a lawless type type country or, yeah. or, or whatever the case may be. That ain't gonna work out but the only problem is they the ones who's getting all the depl- press and publicity and it's like people you know who are seeing this or listening to this is like building up this faith like hey wait a minute let's let's this about let's uh, abolish this police let's defund the police let's, right. let's let's bark up against the police officers and bark up against this law and, in general and it's like wait a minute hold on officers again are are, are are still out here within this mess still doing the right thing because people in these in these communities in these countries and states need protection right and it's me personally i think ella i think ella french is uh tragic Though it's it's it's, it's it, i believe it's a, it could be a spark to something something beautiful like wait a minute we need to work, come together here we need to come together we need to respect and and, and appreciate our police officers and vice versa though Officers need to respect and appreciate uh the people in the, in the communities right we' both got we both got to live here we both got to live in this world right and why should it be a why should there be a division we should all should work together we're all human beings and 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 the end of the end of the day we're all human beings right so I think uh I think other preachers have sparked this I hope this new new feeling towards like wait a minute you know what let's take a time off of them is you know police bash and let's all just come together and 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 appreciate our law enforcement officers because we have a lot of men and women in blue who serve these communities and they need they need to be they need to know that we we support them right and I think that's what I think that's what Ella French's is uh deaf is 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 doing right now we just wanted to come in here and keep Ella French's uh uh memory alive and her legacy and. Just talk a little bit about it. I know we it was a rough two weeks and and it's good to, yeah. to vent. That's why we have this platform to just talk things out and get to feel better about yourself. And you know, unfortunately it's life, we gotta keep moving and we can, gotta keep going and you know, keep working, striving to get better. And that's what uh Ella Ella will want us to do. Right. So uh, so Wadi, holiday. I want you guys to be safe. Watch your backs. Uh, Our our civilians, you know, be aware of your surroundings out there. Watch your sixes. And uh, we'll see you uh, next. We'll we'll talk to you next time.
0: Sounds good.
1: Wait a minute. Hold on, people. Hold on. We're not done yet. We got to give out our Blue Cape Award. Holiday, who's getting
2: the award today? The blue cape award goes to no other than Officer Ella G. French, star number 15013. Officer French loved being a Chicago police officer. She truly cared and had the love for the people in the community she served. On a bad night, a one-month-old baby got shot in the head. Officer French, who was the first officer on scene, reacted quickly and bravely. She rushed the baby and the mother to the hospital using license sirens in her police car, knowing that she could not wait for an ambulance because time is essence. And on the way to the hospital, Ella French was giving the mother words of encouragement to calm her down. She was telling mother, everything's going to be all right. We're going to get through this. We got you. Through the quick action of Ella, and the grace of God, the baby lived. But wait, Ella wasn't even done yet. She did not leave the hospital once she dropped them off like an Uber driver. She stayed with the family and continued to give her support. In Officer French's short but courageous career, she earned a department commendation award, 14 honorable mentions awards, and a physical fitness award. Officer French, your character, your heroism, your bravery, your love, and your blueprint will not die in vain. You will live and each and every one of us. Now we got you. Thank you, Officer Ella G. French.
1: Holiday, thank you for reading the the Blue Cape Award winner. Wow. Wow. Well, people, you can always check us out on Red Circle, Apple Podcasts, and Spotify. Please, we encourage you, if you have any questions, comments, or concerns, or you just want to tell us how we're doing, please hit us up at blackandbluevanguardpodcast at gmail.com
2: What is police brutality? Does it exist? Police brutality. A coined term that's been worked to death. It's run the gamut from physical brutality to rudeness. And it's a damaging term. When the police do something that's objectionable, call it what it is. Rudeness, undue force, neglect of duty, or whatever. But not police brutality. It can't be defined. It's just a label that some factions of our society use to destroy public faith in constituted law and authority,
0: the police.